0: Great. Come along in, Rachel. you got a cup of coffee, I see.
1: I do. I've got my coffee ready. Okay. Are we and ready to go?
0: Are you anxious about speaking?
1: Mm, a little bit.
0: Well, unless you admit to murdering somebody live online, you've got <laughs> you can't... You never know really what mind. I might say. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, have a slurp of coffee and then we'll get underway. Great. Hello and welcome to this podcast from Cranfield, colour like no other. You join us from an office here in the factory in Cumbran, South Wales. The rain is travelling horizontally past the window uh, because it's a very gloomy day. And I'm here with a colleague and friend, Rachel Rowe, who's our sales director. Now, it is quite possible forklifts will uh, go past and shutters will open. Perhaps even someone will open the door and shout in, do you want a cup of tea? But I hope, Rachel, that you and I over the next half an hour will ask the very silly question, what colour is a pandemic? Now, it is a stupid question, but really it's a vehicle for us to reflect on the last year, to ask how it's been for our customers, printmakers, artists, retailers, and indeed for ourselves, as we look back on an extraordinary year. Now, sometimes I see... In promotional literature, it'll describe um, two or three directors and it'll say between them they have 83 years experience. (laughs) It doesn't actually tell you if one of them had 82 years and one had one. and It doesn't tell you if the experience was any good. But you and I have been in this industry an awful long time. I don't know how many shared years. But we knew nothing like last year. Can you cast your mind back to March?
1: March, yeah. March last year, wow. Um, March 2020 for me was a month that I will never, ever forget. Um particular day for me, which will always stay in my mind, is the 17th of March, a day that I came into the office completely oblivious to what would be happening over those coming months and coming year. Um yeah, so I came into the office, and at lunchtime, I left the office to go home and set at what would be my desk for six months, I think, for the for the next six months. So my little computer on my dining room table, um, yeah, it was a really, a really surreal time.
0: And it almost was like something out of a film, and if I had to think of a colour, the colour probably was red then, wasn't it? Red for panic and anxiety. <laughs> it's hard, it's
1: hard to... pinpoint a colour but yeah looking back now definitely red warning danger (laughs) yeah yeah and
0: and I think also we were almost fearful of one another because quite rightly we all understood that we were a risk and a danger to one another yeah and I can remember those one of the meetings we had when we decided well how are we going to continue to function We had the meeting in the car park. Do you remember that? Well, I
1: wasn't actually here, if you remember. I was was home. Oh, we'd already... So, yeah, you'd you'd already sent me on my way, um, so I was at home. We
0: were pretty quick at responding, weren't we? Because I know that we were alarmed. One of our very friendly competitors, they had a city centre operation in Europe and they literally sent everybody home. And there was something on their website saying closed until... Further notice. I won't tell you the language it was in, but uh, you know. So we weren't that bad. I mean, uh, but I do yes remember a sense of, of, of great chaos. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it, it, those so those early days in a time of red and, and, and panic.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was hard to know what was right to do for that time, whether we were being overcautious or not. Um, <laughs> thankfully, now looking back, we know that we did the right thing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, in those first early days it was hard to know what was the right decision for everybody. I mean, we went from being a lovely close-knit company who would often gather in the kitchen together and make coffee to being told actually you need to stay away from each other and you need to all be, you know, in your own offices at your own desk. You need to it was just I don't know. It, it was just a really strange time.
0: Yeah. And we are very much a factory that loves to welcome visitors yeah so that was really quite painful for us as well wasn't it the fact that we had to cancel all those uh visitors yeah something yeah. that we live on yeah i mean we
1: we attend quite a few trade fairs throughout the year and i remember one in particular which was southern graphics that you you had booked on to i think yeah. i actually arranged it for you um it was somewhere quite nice is it puerto rico it or was, somewhere like that yeah. somewhere quite warm and yeah and sunny
0: in many respects that whole thing compounded the sadness because um, it was Southern Graphics which is a printmaking uh, Mm. annual conference Mm. it's normally on it's in the USA every year and they go around the various states but last year 2020 was meant to be the time that they went to Puerto Rico as you say mm-hmm. and they as happens with these big events it's always announced four or five years prior mm-hmm. it was announced uh, and then in 2016 or 2017 a terrible hurricane went through and yeah. greatly damaged mm-hmm. the the island and the infrastructure and yet the printmaking community felt it's still right for us to go mm-hmm in 2020 and we're going to really give a boost to printmaking on the island and art generally and of course I think America was a long way behind geographically (laughs) what was happening and so whilst Europe was clamping down and locking up and going Mm -hmm. home this we could still see it in the diary and there was no word of any cancellation and I can understand that because it traveled around the world I remember, first of all, hearing of the uh, virus in China. Yeah. Hearing it on the radio news and thinking, how sad, that's a problem which is clearly affecting China. I had no idea.
1: No idea what was to come. And Mm. you
0: sent me around the world to do speaking engagements Mm. and you sent me to Canada. And I went to Toronto uh, at the end of February 2020 and when, well, I was away for about a week, I think. You were, And it yeah. was a speaking tour um, through retailers uh, and at um, educational establishments. And I flew out through Schiphol, the uh, main airport in um, Holland, in Amsterdam. And on my way out, there was a slight tension, mm. a couple of... Um, uh, indicators that things weren't right in the main terminal building you could see people that had probably come off uh flights from the far east were wearing masks but nothing more than that Mm. i went and had my week in canada and by the time i flew back to chipol everybody was wearing masks and the atmosphere had had changed but you're right so southern graphics got cancelled and then it was like dominoes. it was a succession of... That's uh, right,
1: yeah. I think NAMTA was another one that we yep. had booked. Um, and it was just waiting for that email then to say NAMTA is postponed. And I think we had a few emails like that, postponed, postponed, because there was hope yeah. that these shows would actually just be postponed, not cancelled, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think they were they were cancelled in the end, weren't they? And they were, um, it was they really were. really sad.
0: And I think the really sad thing is, for many artists, it's quite a lonely life. Mm. They work alone, or they work in a small studio. And these events, so NAMTA, we ought to explain. Um, I forget exactly what the letters stand for, but it's uh, the Association of anyone involved in selling art materials mm. in America. And it's not only a product opportunity it's also a great time for fraternity for people to share aches and pains and, and all agree it's a tough industry every year we agree it's the toughest year ever but of course <laughs> when we really needed to meet to say that last year we couldn't yeah and things such as the Venice uh, Biennale Southern Graphics the big Frankfurt Art Fair all of these things got cancelled and um, sadly they didn't get counselled a long time in advance as you say they went down one by one i don't do you remember the film uh, airplane do you
1: remember the, <laughs> yeah, s- very the comedy s- film and I, do, I,
0: do. I don't know if you recall the um, when the plane comes into land because it's going so fast, it can't break. So they have to keep re announcing and rescheduling the gate number. Now, <laughs> arrived at gate number 57, 58, 59. And, yeah. and in a sense, we had that, didn't we? You know, we, we lived did. in hope, Or oh, perhaps this one will happen, we perhaps did. the other. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think we have so many vouchers now with Aer Lingus, which is the, the, the uh, Irish airline that I'm sure we'll use them. <laughs> I, I hope so. Um, so it was chaotic, things were being cancelled. But in your role, mm. um, customer facing, especially dealing with our retailers, you noticed very quickly mm. that something odd was happening in terms of one particular product line was just going mad.
1: There was one particular product line. Um, for me, there was quite a lull. So in between mid-March to maybe mid-April, things were quiet. The country was in lockdown. Everything was shut. So I went through a quiet period, which in my role is rare, really rare. Um, But yeah, so so by sort of April, mid-April, maybe end of April time, we noticed that the emails were still coming through from customers and inquiries were still coming through. And we kind of realized then, actually, we're not going to be as quiet as we may think. And even though the shops were closed, online was still a big presence. So people were still able to order online and still still able to buy their paints and their inks through online platforms. And
0: you mentioned paints and inks, but it was one of the two that really went completely mad.
1: Which yeah, yeah. So for us, it was the, the inks. So I think the reason behind it was you had so many people at home, so many people with time on their hands that they'd never had before. And <laughs> what were they going to do? They were going to take up the hobby that they'd always dreamt about or they'd always planned on doing, but they could never quite get around to it. So I think for many people, that's exactly what they did. They took up that hobby and they ordered those inks online and they ordered their printmaking tools and they sat at home and they, they created.
0: Yeah. And the great thing is any printmaker will tell you, printmaking is such an efficient form of creating art because you've got the one plate and you can then make 50 prints whereas if you invest a lot of time in a painting you can only give it away as one gift Um, and so printmaking is the gift which keeps on giving it is interesting and, and we knew that it was taking us into the amateur give it a you know first time go market because we were receiving lovely emails through the hello at email. Yeah. I remember you showing me one um and we knew it was somebody trying for the first time I'm trying printmaking um will the smell be unpleasant <laughs> for my 6 week old baby? baby? Was it yeah, like yeah, we did.
1: We had a few like that. We had a few like that, you know, concerns that because people were at home with their small children or their babies <laughs> and they wanted to print, um was it safe to do so cuz our inks well, to us, I mean, they smell absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But to others, it was a concern. So, um, you know, the questions were coming through. Am I OK to print in my studio flat with my five-month-old baby next to me? Is this going to be a safe thing for me to do? And of course, it is a safe thing for you to do. It's, you know, it's no no problem. So, um, yeah, we were seeing lots of different inquiries that we'd never seen before.
0: And there was also, for me personally, a emphasis that this is taking us into a market we hadn't reached before of people that were going to produce, whether it was Christmas cards or birthday cards or works of art at the kitchen table. They didn't need a press. They used the back of a spoon uh, to make a print. (laughs) And I know that because I have four sons, none of whom are particularly artistic. And the one who is actually... An accountant uh, rang up saying, "Could I have some printmaking ink?" And um, so that's we. He, I organised some ink for him, and in fact, my Christmas present from him was a print that he produced as a first time okay, printmaker. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah, it took us into a, a different area.
1: Yeah, I think we um, we realised at that point, so the end of April, that we were we were going to be busy, but a different type of busy. New inquiries, new people trying the product. Yeah, so it was. Um, it was a good time
0: (laughs) so we haven't uh, said enough about the colour we went from red this was probably the spring and summer was probably the time when we thawed out we got used to this new way of working and uh, what do you think we were in um, June and July there was probably a hefty (laughs) dollop of frustration and boredom I can remember schooling for your two children had yeah. I don't want to say collapsed, but uh, it was tough.
1: <laughs> I think that's the right word. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my my two children, so thirteen and, and eight, mm. loved the idea of not having to go to school when they should have been in school. Mm. Um, the novelty soon wore off. Mm. Um, yeah, there was uh, it was. We had quite a few tough times in mm. the house. Mm. Not only their mental state, but mine mm. as well. Mm. We'd never been so close together. <laughs> For such a long period of time you know myself in work those in school um yeah so i'd say the color at that point of the pandemic for me personally was gray yeah yeah, yeah. we we had some low times
0: and i think in the factory too, staff were um being kept apart we had screens up all the visitors had uh, stopped coming Some of our staff were on furlough. We ought to explain, for international listeners, that that was a government scheme here in the UK um, that meant people were paid a salary to stay at home if uh, working wasn't safe, Uh, um, or indeed the company couldn't uh, justify them coming in. We were in a strange situation. I think, like many, we probably misunderstood furlough to begin with, and we said anyone want to volunteer, and we we were pleased to support for Mm -hmm. people who needed it for childcare, and uh, or one of them needed it to protect. Uh, partner who was vulnerable but yeah. you're right those summer months it was grey or, or blue The it, it
1: was yeah definitely
0: and that was shown in an Instagram picture yeah, you showed me yeah um
1: quite moving I can't remember which platform it was on now um but yeah an Instagram picture of a a, a printmaker who was just crying just you know really 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 sad to see um, just simply crying, and I think the crying was the fear of the the unknown, the fear of what what was coming or what you know what situation that we were all in, mm-hmm. and frustration that they simply couldn 't create mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was a really moving picture to see, mm-hmm. really moving
0: and I think that um, in a sense, that emotion was replicated, um, perhaps not in such raw. Uh, form as we saw on that um, Instagram film but it certainly was there and it was a time when especially towards the end of the summer and into autumn we actually saw um, if one did a timeline or a graph we then saw a a, a, in a sense like a firework of all manner of emotions some people were totally frustrated some were giving up some were um, lethargic some were quite urgent suddenly you realise unless I do something time is really going to go so should we just chat through some of the urgency because there were some of our clients and partners that came to us really with actually quite clearly defined um, ideas they galvanised themselves they'd said right this is what we're going to do especially in the charitable section cause, sector because we work quite a lot with charities and yeah. the autumn was a period when a number of such charities came to us and said, what can you do? And we were able to work with them. Yeah, I, I
1: remember there, were, there was a, a prison. I can't remember where it was now, but um, they approached us, didn't they?
0: they were, you weren't known to them on a personal I level. A, was a I wasn't okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, yeah, on a personal level.
1: No, not on a personal thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they approached us and they they must have been taking up some classes um, and, yeah within you know within their their sector um, and i would
0: imagine that was linked in with a greater awareness by that stage of the damage being done to mental health that you need to do something and i think we did a a, a blog at the same time we I did. also recall the amsterdam the reich museum i probably pronounced that wrong but it was the home um of rembrandt yeah and clearly they had nobody in for six eight months and uh, they took the initiative of writing to us because we're a manufacturer of printmaking inks as well yeah. as paints to say, "Look, you do well out of this industry. How about coughing up?" And we were pleased to support them charitably. And then I think there was a London uh, children's charity that again came to you with energy, and and somebody down in Plymouth.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard now to remember back. We were approached by quite a few, a few people. Mm. Um, but yeah, we certainly helped out and we, we made quite a few donations, didn't we, of um, of some of our products.
0: And, and the same urgency also I think number of our retailers were using. They were doing click and clicked um, and they were getting their act together. Yeah. So then when the next lockdown came after Christmas, whilst we were massively exhausted, at least we... In the retail world, our customers knew what to do. But do you want to come up with another? We've mentioned urgency for some. What other emotions did you come across?
1: There was quite a bit of um, frustration. Um, yeah, I mean, tiredness. Mm. You know, people, we, we saw lots. We saw we, thankfulness and grateful mm. as well. People mm. were. So not only was, you know, was I seeing personally my customers... Um thankful that we were still able to provide a service and thankful that we could still you know make that delivery. Um, not everybody was the same. I think there was a lot of frustration and a lot of not understanding why we couldn't turn that order around straight yeah. away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was lots of different emotions that we experienced.
0: that is interesting, isn't it because again we when one spoke to customers, and um, one assumed that they were speaking to you from an office but quite often they were speaking to you from their spare room and <laughs> yeah. yeah and if you let them open up they did uh, uh, sort of explain their frustration sometimes their lethargy sometimes their indifference um and with that second uh, lockdown Yes, a, a weariness. Here's another film you ought to watch on Netflix, which is yeah. Clockwise. Do you remember, Did you see Clockwise no. with John Cleese? No. And it's a film. He's a head, hapless headmaster and he has to get to a conference and okay. everything goes terribly wrong. And at one point he said, it's not the despair. I can take the despair. It's the hope I can't stand. Oh, and yeah, I okay. think that you know, there was that <laughs> sense of hope. We thought yeah. we were almost there. Yeah. Um, but printmaking kicked off fantastically quite early on. We saw and have seen in the last four months um, another product line really go and we've seen it. there's been a renewed energy and interest in what?
1: In the oil paints and I think the reason for that is because the oil paints you can paint a picture one month and go back to it a couple of months later so people really like that so when you're at home and you you know you've got all the time in the world you can paint that picture that you you've been longing to do and you can go away for a couple of weeks and then you can pop back to it and you can change it as much as you like so when yeah so when you've got all that time um to do that painting i think that's what people were doing because the oil paints for us the sales just went through the roof didn't they
0: and it was interesting the people again that were trying it for the first time you your uh, our good friends blick art materials in the states you worked with yeah. them and we were promoted um you'll forgive the shutters in the background but we were it shows we are in the factory <laughs> yeah. we were um promoted as the partner for uh, a month's uh, a, a promotion and what was great was the number of people that were coming to us or through the website and saying I'd love to win these prizes because I've never done oils, but I want to. Yes. Uh, And again, tremendously exciting that that people suddenly realised they had the time to do it and they wanted to do it. Um, Can I come to you with another emotion that I think we saw during that period, which I think there was for professional artists, professional painters, there was quite a bit of anxiety and guilt that in a way they felt it's a bit self-indulgent that actually who's Mm -hmm. going to want to buy my work or indeed should I still be doing
1: Yeah I suppose there was a sense of of guilt for them because they were still able to do something that they loved Mm -hmm. so they were still able to do the day job um, you know do that printmaking product that you know do that oil painting so they were still at home Able to actually do what they did on a day-to-day basis, so yeah, I suppose we did see a lot of guilt from them, whereas Uh, our lives all changed massively and our day jobs stopped. If you were on furlough, mm -hmm. yeah, I think for 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 different artists, there was definitely a sense of guilt.
0: I think it's interesting too that um, some of them questioned the styles that they used and wondered, Mm -hmm. is is this right? Is this uh, not only is it going to be popular with others? is it actually what I want to do? There was a a British artist called Edward uh, Sutcliffe, um, and he wrote an article in which he said, and I ought to say his style was quite quirky photo realism, Mm. and he wrote of it, in a sense, questioning himself, is my work simply a long and slow way to tell a thin joke? The world doesn't feel particularly jovial. And I feel rather stale. Oh. And actually, he then mm. used it as a springboard to do something far bolder, mm. uh, far more impressionist. Mm. And I, he may well go back to his um, photorealism but he's used it as an, as an opportunity to question um, what he what he did. In terms of colours, people have liked. I'm going to say that the spring, which ought to be ordinarily green and yellow, yeah, is. A plethora of colours because so many places are suffering so badly at the moment and so differently. And so in a sense, we, sh- we we dare not speak for other places. But here in the UK, I would suggest that we're currently in an earth colour stage, <laughs> not necessarily because of the mood, but because people do seem to be interested in natural uh, colors at the moment and again yeah. through hello uh, hello at crownfield hyphen and that's colors with a u the british spelling if you want to get in touch but we've had a lot of emails interested in environmental matters especially yeah. recently and um, people wanting to know where pigments come from yes. uh, where our oils are farmed and so on and so forth so do you think that's a a, a fair um color for the current I do
1: I do yeah we get quite a few emails about are your products vegan Mm. um that one seems to be coming up quite a lot these days so yeah Mm. I think everyone is definitely more conscious about the environment these days Mm. and yeah we're always happy to um to give advice where needed so definitely send us an email we'll be happy to help.
0: Yeah so it's been a, a discussion which has almost brought us up to the present day Um, the emotions that we haven't really covered are fear and anger. I think mixed with impatience is quite a bit of that at the moment. We ought to flag up that if you haven't been angry yet, and I must confess we all have to question ourselves. I think we've all been quite impatient and angry. I know <laughs> on hold music uh, has sort of done my head in on numerous <laughs> occasions over the last year when I've been phoning up places. But looking ahead, it's going to be a tough time um, yeah. in terms of raw material shortages. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're all impatient. There's we there's, are, there's, um, yeah. Because there's a trouble, there's problems in the cardboard industry at the moment, you <laughs> well, telling me. Well,
1: I think whilst lockdown was happening last year, I think everybody was ordering online um namely amazon where you can buy something on day one and you'll have it day two so um i'm a i'm a prime example i i get very impatient so i have to sympathize with customers when we don't have a color in stock well why don't you have a color in stock
0: and the, the easy thinking you've sort of cardboard you quite rightly say yeah. Amazon or uh, all of these companies uh, everything needs to go in a box so it whilst does. I might say how hard can it be to make a box actually there's a whole industry which is probably sold mm-hmm. two times three times what it normally does exactly. in the same period exactly um, and sort of not dissimilar to us here we've had a, a busy uh, spring a new machine we've taken we on have. additional staff yeah we probably face challenges in fact I'm sure we do
1: yeah, we've certainly faced challenges over the last few months, and I don't think it's going to get any, any easier for us, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, with the increased sales, the supply chain at the moment is in, oh, it's in chaos, to say, to say the least. Um, we are experiencing a really tough time at the minute, so we're trying our very best. We are manufacturing products like we've never manufactured before, And we will get there. We will come out of it, but um, it's certainly it's certainly going to be a tough time ahead. I think.
0: And a lot of your conversations with clients are saying, in the ideal world. Sometimes I hear you saying, in the ideal world. In the ideal world, we'd suggest you'd use an etching ink, but actually you can get away with a relief ink. They are different. The rheology, that's the science of how they flow, is different. But yeah, in the same way. After the Second World War, there was utility furniture. In a sense, we're going to have to make utility decisions that actually yeah. Yeah. Uh, use what you can. Uh, and if it's not the ideal formula, uh, if you wanted etching, we'll use relief instead until it comes back into stock. This exactly. sort of conversation, exactly. that we're that, seeing you know, it throughout. We're yeah. seeing it
1: throughout in the supermarkets, in yeah. the manufacturing yeah. um, sector. We're, we're seeing it everywhere, yeah. so we're not alone.
0: And in terms of meeting. Uh, whilst we, we can't get to conferences at the moment, we are doing a lot more Zoom. We we're, are, We're yeah. going, attending events by Zoom. Some yeah. Of, we're meeting customers with Thank Zoom. Thank goodness for technology. <laughs> we had a lovely conversation with our Australian uh, customers. We did. Uh, Melbourne Action Supplies a few weeks ago. Yeah. Heidelberg Fine Art. That was by uh, Zoom. And um, it's an awful lot cheaper and quicker (laughs) than a trip down there, but uh, not as enjoyable. But in the interim, (laughs) we've also had some funny times with Zooms, haven't we, when... uh uh, either your kids have shouted down the stairs, uh, where are <laughs> yeah. the underpants? Or uh,
1: My kids are well-trained <laughs> now. They know when mum is on a Zoom call, to, to, they must be quiet low. and yeah. disappear. Yeah. Um, the dog so much, no, yeah. he's he's not having any of that.
0: Well, uh, they have probably been quieter than some of our colleagues who have uh, <laughs> operated forklifts and yeah. uh, turned on machines. But yeah. Uh, yeah. great to catch up with you. Strange enough, we work together, but often we're so busy we don't actually sit down and chat. Together, so we don't. Most we don't. It's to been lovely, yeah. You. Thank you. And um, we uh, will post this uh, podcast. Do keep in touch with us if there are subjects that you'd like us to cover, please drop us a line. Um, but in the meantime, thanks for listening and our very best wishes.